Please remain standing for the reading of the scripture, which comes from Exodus chapter 3, verses 11 through 15, and it's on page 90 in the Pew Bibles. Exodus 3, 11 to 15. Hear the word of God. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of our fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. be seated. Well, this might be a surprise to some of you, but I don't want to preach today. And the reason I say that is I'm just going to sit right here and have a conversation instead. So if you came for the sermon, you're welcome to leave. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, you're welcome to leave anyway. You don't have to stay, but I really just wanted to do something different. Just treat it like a conversation. Okay, so that means that if anybody wants to speak up at any time, feel free to. I know that everybody's saying, oh, I'm not going to be the first one to do it. But if you want to, if you feel led by the Lord to just ask a question, to just speak up, do it. And if someone does, please don't look at them and make them feel weird because God's probably leading them to do it. So why did I start like that today? Well, I was a pastor for 20 years, as many of you know, and when I stepped down, it was, it was both difficult and one of the best moves I ever made in my life. It was difficult because I really enjoy doing this, and I really enjoyed speaking every Sunday morning. But it was great because it got me away from, I don't know what the right word is, religion, I guess. You know, I, I observe a lot. I observe people, I observe, when I go to churches, I observe a lot if I go to a different church. And one thing I noticed that whenever a pastor would stand up there with a robe and a stole and, and stand behind the pulpit, it made a great separation between him or her and the people. And that always bothered me 
because I, and not that they think they are standing out. I, they're, they're following tradition, okay? And it, it's not speaking against any pastor that any of us may know or anybody that we've um, had here or anything like that. I'm not speaking against anybody or this church. I'm just saying that personally for me, it felt like there was a separation. And God doesn't want us to be separated from him in any way. And what we read this morning really speaks to that. So I'm, I'm going to start preaching now, aren't I? <laughs> I really, I'm, I just really want this to be a conversation, so please speak up if you want to. But We read how Moses, a man who had first of all run away from his people, he had murdered someone and he ran away. He had been hiding for 40 years, hiding. And then suddenly he's just out, you know, with the sheep and the, um, tending the flock, and he goes on the side of the mountain and he sees a burning bush. And the bush starts talking to him, saying, Moses, he said, here I am. And he goes on to say, I want you to lead my people out of Egypt. I've heard their cry. I've heard their sorrow. I have heard. It's God speaking. God speaking to Moses. And he heard the cries of the people. And Moses asks a question. Well, first he says, who am I to lead the people out? And God answers with, I will be with you. I will be with you. Okay. Not don't worry, I got this handled, you just go do it, and everything will be just fine, I'll take care of it all. No, he said, I will be with you. Like, I'm with you right now. That's how close God was talking about. Not, I'm going to do it from heaven, and wait till you see my glory, and, and wonder, and miraculous signs. I'm with you. I will be with you. And then Moses asked a question that we would expect to be asked, because in that time, in Egypt especially, and, and later on in Rome and, and throughout the history, people would build temples. In Egypt, they were building pyramids. That's what the Israelites were doing. They were helping to build the pyramids. And they'd put people in there, or they would put statues of gods that they considered were in charge of certain things, like Isis was in charge of all women and children. And then they had Ray, who was the sun god, who would ride his chariot across the sky every day. So they all had names, Isis and Ray and, and so on. So God said, well, they're going to ask, who you, what's your name? And the most brilliant thing that God could have said, I am who I am. That's what you shall call me from this generation until the end of time. You shall call me I am. We translate that as Yahweh, okay? But he said, I'm not giving you a name that you can worship the name, that you can build a statue for me, because that means I'm far off. That means I'm not with you. I am means I'm right here, right now, with you all the time. Not some far off God. I am right now. Just as I am sitting right here, God is with all of us 
and he will be when we exit those doors. He will be when we fall asleep tonight. You know, if I could get up and walk to the sides of this church, I'd eventually hit a wall on either side, right? I could put a, take the window out and make a little door there, and boy, that would make Chuck mad because all the rain would come in and make the floor wet. But I, we could do that, right? I could put a door there, I could just keep walking, and if I run into another building, I can knock it down and keep walking. But no, we're, we're bound by time, space, we're bound by the walls of this church right now. God is not. And he doesn't want us to be either. He wants us to be living in this world that he created, not binding ourselves with walls. Wherever we go, he wants to go too. Wherever we go, he wants to go, and he does go. But it's up to us to acknowledge in that moment, he's there. So in our prayers today, we talked about COVID. We all know what it is. We all know, Dan said it really well. We just don't understand what it could do to us at any time. I have a friend that was 54 years old, lived in South Africa, who died a couple months ago, COVID. She was in great health until she got COVID and she died. It can happen to anybody at any time. So we can focus on that. We can be consumed by that. We can live our lives in complete isolation because of that. And in some ways we should, you know, if we are around somebody who has had it, we should probably isolate ourselves. But we should not let it consume us so much that we forget that God is with us right now. Moses was scared to death. You want me to go talk to Pharaoh? Okay, not only am I going in as a murderer, but you're talking about the guy who's like, considered to be like the President of the United States. That'd be like me saying, picking one of you out of the congregation, say, I want you to go to Washington, D.C., I want you to walk in the White House, and I want you to say this to Joe Biden. How many of you are gonna be willing to do that? You're not gonna get through the front door. You won't get through the gate. But that's how Moses felt, that what you just felt in that moment. Some of you were laughing, some of you were like, oh, wow. That realization is what Moses felt. You want me to go talk to Pharaoh? And God said, I will be with you. So let's talk about be for a moment. Two letters, B-E, right? Do you know the, the verb be, to be, is in every single language? Every single language there is, there's a verb to be. And in English, we say, I am, he will, you are, they are, we are, you are. We don't use, we, I don't say I be, you be, he be, she be, they be, we be. That'd be kind of funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, we laugh because that's not the way the, the word works, right? But consider what it means, though, to say, I am. It means, like, right now, I am sitting on a stool. Right now, you are sitting in the pews, or you are watching on Facebook. And then later on today, we can say, we were in church, meaning all of us, which is a past tense of the verb be. We won't say, we be in church at 12 o'clock when we got out. We don't say it that way. We say we were, okay? 
So what God, by saying I am, and not I was, or I will be, he said I am, that changes everything. Because right now I can say I am sitting on the stool, but if I stand up, I can no longer say that, can I? That's past tense now. I can say I will be when I sit back down. Now I am. In this moment, I am sitting on this stool. God, when he says, I am who I am, Yahweh, Ashur, Yahweh is what it's in the Hebrew, means I am who I am, I will be that I will be. He's saying he's present always, always. Think about that for a minute, because again, we're confined by space and time. We think of our lives in terms of 100 years, right, Margaret? <laughs> it's going to be 100 years later this year, 100 years old later this year. We think of our lives in terms of years, okay? How old's God? You can't put a number on it. Not only is he right now, he was the I am when he spoke to Moses 4,000 years ago. He was the I am when Jesus walked the earth and said to the, to the Pharisees, before Abraham was, I am, and they picked up stones and wanted to stone him. You know why they did that? Why they wanted to stone Jesus when he said, before Abraham was, I am? Because he was using the word Yahweh. He was saying, I'm God. I, was, I existed before Abraham. In fact, I've always existed. And they said, they knew that in Leviticus 21, it says, anyone who blasphemes the name of God, you shall stone them to death. They thought he was blaspheming the name of God, but he wasn't because he is God. So that word is, we know, is the present tense of the verb be. I bet you didn't know you were going to get an English lesson today, did you? <laughs> it's the present tense of the verb be, is. We, in Psalm 105, what we read this morning, it said, the Lord is our God. Is. Like today, right now, this very moment, he is the Lord. Yahweh is our God. You know what the Muslims say? Muhammad was a prophet. You know what Buddhists say? Buddha was our great leader. They have to say was. We say is because he is still our God. And tomorrow, guess what? He is our God. A month from now, guess what? He is our God. I didn't say will be, because he is. And he will be then because he always is, every single day. So why I'm telling you this? Because I want you to know who God is. That's all I've ever wanted, was for people to know who God is. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what addictions you might be facing, no matter what financial problems you might be facing, no matter what kind of relationship problems you might be facing, problems with the car, problems with your health, wondering if somebody you love is going to recover, 
God is with you. God knows. And God can give you comfort, give you peace, and show you love. Not because he will, because he is. When he said, I am, he was declaring to all of us from Moses and on, I am God. I am the Lord. And that meant that he always, always is God. He always is. And no situation that we go through can ever change that. Nothing in this world can ever separate him from us. Nothing. Think of the most powerful thing in the world that you can think of. Nuclear bomb, coronavirus, whatever, whatever you can think of. I don't care what it is. It cannot separate you from the love of God. It can utterly destroy you, take your life, but it cannot separate you from the love of God. And he is and always is your God. And even if you lose this life we have on earth, he is your God when your life is restored in heaven. Nothing. Now tell me that's not something to be happy about and be joyful about. God always is, always, always, always is in our presence. See, that's hard for us to think about because when I leave here and I go home and I watch the Browns beat the Chiefs today, I, that's for you, Kenny. <laughs> when I, I'm going to be somewhere, and you, you all are going to be somewhere else, whether it be Belair or St. Clairsville or Wheeling or wherever you may be. Wherever you want to be, okay, I'll be in my home in St. Clairsville. God will be with me, but he's also going to be with all of you because he is. Because he is. And he always is. And I can sit here for probably another hour and belabor the point, but I think you understand what I'm saying. So no matter what, at any moment in time, all you have to do is say, God, I need you right now. Moses went to Pharaoh. Think about that. He went to the Pharaoh, and he said, let my people go. You know how he did that? Because God was with him. God was with him. So I don't care what you're going through. Even if you are going to go meet Joe Biden, God will be with you. You are going? Well, there you go. <laughs> Nancy and Myra are going to see Joe Biden. <laughs> and God will be with you because God is. God is with Joe Biden right now. God is everywhere. I'm sorry? We need you. And I will be praying. I will be praying. So, what more can I say? God is always with us. Never leaves us. So let's pray.
Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for this message that you are and always will be and always were. Lord, you are the great I am. We cannot even say it in, in terms that would even we could comprehend how vast and how great and how wonderful you are. We just simply say, Yahweh, I am. So thank you, Lord, for being the great I am. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you for being with us wherever we go. And Father, be with Nancy and Myra as they travel. Keep them safe, Lord, and, and be with them. And let them know in, a, in an absolutely amazing way that you are indeed with them, because you always are. And we ask this of you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.